Pastor Chooks, along with his wife, Pastor Toyin, are the lead pastors of Resurrection Life Church in Johannesburg, South Africa. Through them, God is raising an army of ordinary men and women who are transforming and uplifting the standard of life in their communities through understanding and applying biblical principles. Pastor Chooks and Pastor Toyin frequently host workshops, seminars and conferences for transformation and uplifting of the complete man, complete woman and wholesome families. Some of the events and programs include the Dream Achievers Seminars and Conferences, Kingdom Financiers Conferences, Marriage Enrichment Courses and Seminars, For Wives Only Seminars, Single Ladies Boot Camps, Limitless Men's Seminars. They are also the founders of the Power of Women Academy, a group mentorship for high-impact women. They also host the annual Power of Women Conferences and Events. For more information, please visit www.idelight.co.za and www.reslife.org.za or WhatsApp plus 27814210835. Welcome everyone. Good evening. This is Thank God This Friday. My name is Chuck Sugoye. Uh, welcome to our time when we share on relationships. I am here tonight to... Um, uh, empower you and help uh, put godly wisdom in your hands to navigate the terrains of relationships. So, thank God this Friday is for married people, is for single people, is for engaged people. It's all about relationships. That's what we do on Fridays. We, we come to learn the wisdom of God and how to navigate relationships. Uh, because I know that God wants us to have healthy, wholesome, a defined satisfying relationships so tonight um, I'm going to be sharing uh, a thought that came to me earlier in the day today um, and um, I, I just felt impressed in my heart that somebody may need this wisdom uh, that we're sharing today so so the topic for tonight is why godly people end up in ungodly relationships why do godly people end up in ungodly relationships Okay, and it's a phenomenon that I've seen in all the years that I've been a pastor, where people who are godly, people who love Jesus, people who, who want to serve God, people who want to, you know, um, um, please God, find themselves in ungodly relationships. And it ends up, you know, messing up their testimony. It ends up causing them pain, a lot of hurt. They, they, they get into things that they... They, they're not happy with, you know, and so on. So uh, we want to deal with it tonight. All right, so um, I've got quite a bit to share with us. But I want to start by defining an ungodly relationship. What is an ungodly relationship? When is a relationship deemed to become ungodly? Okay, so the first thing I want to say is that an ungodly relationship is a relationship that pulls you away from your God. It's a relationship that diminishes the the your your quest for a deeper relationship with god so so that relationship pulls you away from god it pulls you away from the things that you consider to be important in your relationship with god it, it's a relationship that violates the word of god it's a relationship that violates the word of god okay so so a relationship that puts you in a position to do things that your conscience and the spirit of God within you does not agree with. You know, every time you do it, your, your conscience just doesn't agree with it. Okay? It's a relationship that displeases God. It makes you do things that displease God. 
and you constantly find yourself in that you know um, tension within your conscience and your inside and what you are doing it's a relationship obviously that does not glorify god you do things that don't bring glory to the name of jesus in the relationship uh, and it, i would like to say that it's a relationship that jesus won't be in jesus will not you know conduct an ungodly relationship so so if you think you know that jesus will not do this then it's an ungodly relationship you know there's that whole thing about what will jesus do if Jesus will not do this in a relationship and you're doing it, that relationship has become ungodly. You know, it's a relationship that takes away your peace. It takes away your peace. It, you know, your, your peace just goes. You don't have peace around this relationship. Uh, or the things you do in the relationship, you don't have peace. You know, it's a relationship where your spiritual leaders, your family, your friends who care deeply about you do not approve. You know, an ungodly relationship, I, I'm not saying that, um, um, that you can be in a godly relationship and, you know, people close to you will not approve. I'm not saying that. It, it happens sometimes. But we are in an ungodly relationship, one of the signs is that your spiritual leaders, maybe your pastor, maybe the elders at your church, you know, um, older, mature believers observe what is going on in the relationship and they feel uncomfortable. Your family feels uncomfortable. Your friends who care deeply about you, who know God, feel uncomfortable about you being in this relationship, then it's ungodly. So, so when a believer finds himself or herself in any of these things that I described now, you are in an ungodly relationship. So the question tonight is, how, how does a believer end up in an ungodly relationship? How does a believer end up in an ungodly relationship? That's what we want to um, deal with tonight, hopefully. Wisdom will come through that will help you get out of an ungodly relationship or avoid one. If you are at the, at the brink of entering into one, you can actually you know, make a, an evasive action and, and escape for your life. Okay. The first thing I want to say is that people get into ungodly relationships because a lot of people have made Jesus they are savior but they have not made jesus their lord that they're, they're not the same <laughs> they're not the same you can have jesus as your savior it's another totally different thing to have jesus as the lord of your life a lot of people have made jesus their savior but they have not made jesus the lord of their lives in other words jesus is not the one who dictates how they live their lives jesus is not the one who tells them what to do and what not to do no Jesus is not the Lord of their life. So they, they are not submitting their will, their emotions, their choices, their decisions to, to you know, the word of God. They, they, they are not there. So when people have not made Jesus the Lord of their lives, they are not living their lives under the Lordship of Christ, it is most likely they are going to end up in ungodly relationships. Because what it means is that they are, their convictions are not ruled and governed by the word you know so so they, and they, they don't care much about you know being fully pleasing to god the bible talks about us being fully pleasing to god being fully pleasing to god that should be the passion of every believer that should be the heart desire of every child of god to be fully pleasing to god for all that he has done for us for for shedding his blood on the on the cross of calvary for the remission of our sins 
for all that he did for us, for rescuing us from, from the enemy. My goodness, we ought to live our lives to be fully pleasing to him. So when we find ourselves uh, not fully pleasing to him, hmm, yeah, yeah, we will end up in ungodly relationships. So why do believers, why do believers end up here? And, and then I'm going to try and deal with what are the consequences of, of carrying out ungodly relationships. I'm, I hope I have time to get to it. If I don't have time to get to it now, I'll get to it next week. You know, what are the consequences of, you know, um, getting, getting yourself in, in untangled, I mean, entangled in ungodly relationships? Right. Now, let me say this. Number one reason why people end up, godly people end up in ungodly relationship is they do not know or nor follow the voice of God. Many believers do not know nor follow the voice of God. Bible says as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. We ought to be led by the Spirit of God. We ought to know the voice of God and follow it. Bible says, Jesus says in John chapter 10, he says, my sheep know my voice and they follow me. But there are some sheep that do not know the voice of the shepherd. They hear the shepherd and they ignore the shepherd. They hear the Spirit of God and they ignore the Spirit of God. Because they, they, don't, they, they haven't come to the place of consecration and, and, and separation unto God to yield their hearts completely to him. So the voice of God is not, is not very um, loud or very honored or very, yeah, very honored in their lives. So, so they do whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do it, with whosoever they want to do it. You know, they don't listen. They don't, they don't hear his voice. Uh, you know, another reason is that these believers follow the wisdom of this world. They follow the wisdom of this world. There, there is the wisdom of this world, and there is the wisdom of God. I want to take you through some scriptures. You know, um, Proverbs chapter 21, verse 30. Proverbs 21, verse 30. There is the wisdom of this world, and there is the wisdom that comes from heaven. Now, when a believer do not know how to um, um, navigate their lives according to the wisdom of God, they will fall for the wisdom of this world. Now, look at that scripture. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 30. Okay, let, let's read it. It says, There is no wisdom or understanding or counsel against the Lord. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they say, say there's no wisdom or understanding or counsel against the Lord. Let me explain what that scripture is saying. You can tap into the wisdom of the world, but that wisdom will never align with the Lord. And, and because it does not align with the Lord, you can never get God uh, to bless it. Because when that wisdom is not in line with the wisdom of God, God is not going to bless it. God is not... No, God is not going to be involved. Let me, let me give you another scripture. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 26. Proverbs 28, 26. Now look at what the Bible says. 28, 26. It says, He who trusts in his own heart is a fool. But whoever works wisely will be delivered. So, so you, can, you can walk in, in worldly wisdom. The Bible says you trust your own hearts because the wisdom of the world causes you to focus on yourself and tell you you are all there is. You know, if you, 
if you please yourself, um, it doesn't matter what anybody says. You know, you know, people even say, I mean, these are things that come from the wisdom of the world. People say things like, if you feel so good, how can it be so wrong? It can't be wrong if you feel so good. Can you see that? <laughs> That's the wisdom of the world. Because he says here, he who trusts his own heart. The heart of man is desperately wicked. That's what the Bible tells us. The heart of man is evil and desperately wicked. But, but some people want to trust their own heart. And the Bible says, he who trusts in, trust in his own heart is a fool. He's a fool. You can't trust your own heart. Your own heart is corrupted by the wisdom of this world. You can't trust it. And where, but whoever walks wisely will be delivered. What does it mean to walk wisely? To walk wisely is to walk in the wisdom of God. And the Bible says you will be delivered. God will come to your rescue. God will come to your aid. God will come to your assistance. Because when you walk in the wisdom of God, you will walk wisely and you will be delivered. Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 19 and 20. We ought to learn the wisdom of God. That's the purpose of Thank God this Friday, where we share the wisdom of God, we learn the wisdom of God, and then we abide by the wisdom of God. We allow the wisdom of God to direct our lives. Look at that scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 19 and 20. Let's read it. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. Did you see that? The wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their own craftiness. And verse 20, please. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise that they are futile. The wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. You know, it may make sense from a natural perspective. It may make sense, but it is foolishness with God. So, when you follow the wisdom of this world, you are going to end up in an ungodly relationship. And guess what? The wisdom of this world is plenty everywhere. It's all over the internet. It's all over, you know, Cosmo, Cosmo Magazine, Cosmopolitan. It's all over, you know, different, you know, things out there. It, the wisdom of this world is plenty. And, and I have seen Christian people try to conduct relationships with the wisdom of this world. Of course, it never produces anything. It, you, can't use the, you can't use the principles of the devil to build the family of God or to build a house for God or to build a, anything for God. No. The principles of the devil does not build the kingdom of God. No, no, it doesn't. The wisdom of the devil does not build the kingdom of God. If you try to use the wisdom of the enemy to build the kingdom, it will, it will all fall to pieces. It doesn't last. It doesn't sustain. The wisdom of this world does not build the, the kingdom of God. Okay. Let me give you number three. Another reason why people... Uh, godly people end up in ungodly relationships. They are not well developed in the wisdom of God. They are not well developed in the wisdom of God. Let, let me give you some scriptures. Matthew chapter 10 verse 16 and then James chapter 3 verse 17. Matthew chapter 10 verse 16 and then James chapter 3. Let, let me open James Chapter 3, verse 17. Okay, let's read Matthew chapter 10 first. Matthew 10, 16. Read. Okay, he said, Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of the wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless 
as doves. There is an instruction there. <laughs> Be wise as serpents. There's the wisdom of the serpent. And, and, and God says, <laughs> go learn that wisdom of the serpent and, and adopt it. You know, one of the things about the, the serpent, <laughs> the serpent goes um, solo. You never see two, two or three snakes going after a prey. No, they don't, they don't do that. They, they go individually. Um, when a snake eats an animal, you can't see any trace. When a lion eats an animal, you see traces of bones littered everywhere. When a snake swallows something, it swallows it. And, and these are different things about the wisdom of the serpent. But Bible says, you got to learn the wisdom of the serpent. So, so what it means is that when a believer is not well developed in the wisdom of God, they will end up in ungodly relationship. They will end up being cornered by the devil and being blocked in. That's why it says, be wise as the serpent. Be very wise. So, so I, I, I want you to um, desire the wisdom of God. The Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask. Let him ask of God who gives liberally and upbraids not. Wisdom, the wisdom of God comes by request. It comes by demand. If you're not demanding the wisdom of God, you're not going to have it. Wisdom of God doesn't just pour. It doesn't just, you know, it's not default that we, no, no, no. The wisdom of God comes as a result of you placing a demand. It's a demand. Just like anything else that comes from God, you place a demand with your faith and then there is a supply. So if you're going to walk in the wisdom of God, it's because you've demanded for it. And it's not just about relationships. It's about everything. Everything. So if a person who is not going to um, reach out and receive the wisdom of God, is not going to have it. And when you're not well developed in the wisdom of God, you end up in ungodly relationships. Okay. We're going to take a quick advert. Um, it, it, there's a message we have for an, a, an event that is coming. Uh, we're going to share that message with you, and then I'm going to come back, and I'm, I'm going to you know, continue and finish off for tonight. I'll see you now. The Single Ladies Boot Camp is a program for single ladies from all ages and backgrounds, run by Pastor Chooks and Toy Nogoye. Many unmarried women are frustrated, either sitting on the singles bench or struggling in difficult relationships. Why the vicious cycle? Are relationships supposed to be frustrating, painful, hurtful, often going nowhere for years? Women start questioning the existence of good men and of love itself. Some even come to the point of giving up on the idea of marriage altogether. The Single Ladies Boot Camp is run over a weekend and throughout the sessions, ladies are able to explore and learn the principles that govern relationships and biblical standards for relationships. The Single Ladies Boot Camp also teaches how to attract what you are looking for, as well as answering the questions, is there anything wrong with being single? Why do you really want to get married? Why are you not married yet? How do I find a husband? How do I deal with the frustration of waiting to be found? These are all valid questions that single women ask themselves and often break themselves down in trying to answer them. The Single Ladies Boot Camp will answer all those questions and more, giving women a change in perspective, direction, and hope for the future. Pastor Chooks and Toy Nogoye are the lead pastors at Resurrection Life Church Johannesburg, where they place a strong emphasis on family and relationships. Their expertise on relationships has helped hundreds of singles and couples over the years build strong and lasting relationships 
and or fixing broken ones through their singles ignition seminars, single ladies boot camp, marriage seminars, workshops and conferences. They are the founders of the Power of Women Academy and the conveners of the annual Power of Women Conference. Pastor Chooks is the author of the best-selling book, The Amazing Power of Woman. Pastor Chooks and Toyin have been married for over 20 years, and it is their many years of experience in building their own marriage and in third-party marriage interventions that has equipped them with vital wisdom that they put together in these events. For more information, visit www.slbc.co.za or WhatsApp 81 All right. Welcome back. We were talking about um, why do godly people end up in ungodly relationships? Why do godly people end up in ungodly relationships? All right, we've, we have given you um, about four points already. People are saved, but Jesus is not their Lord. So they say Jesus is our Savior, but the Lordship of Jesus is yet to be seen in their lives. And, and we explain that when, when Jesus is your Lord, the Word of God guides you. The Word of God, you know, sets the parameters for your behavior and for your choices. When, when Jesus is not your Lord... Uh, but he's your savior. You you flaunt his word. He, you do whatever you want to do. You 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 know you, you being fully pleasing to him is not is not is not really your thing. Okay. So we talked about that people do not know the voice of God. They do not know the voice of the Spirit. They they they're not following it. They don't know it. They haven't learned to hear it. They haven't learned to obey it. They, number th number three, people they follow the wisdom of this world. There's a wisdom of this world, and the Bible says it's demonic. The wisdom of this world is demonic. Um, it's, it's, it's perverse, but it's, and it's all over the place. It's in the media, it's in the newspapers, it's in the magazines, it's everywhere. And people don't, um, you know, um, know how to follow it, okay? Um, people, people, I mean, people follow the wisdom of this world and not follow the wisdom of God, okay? And the last one, we said that people are not very well developed in the wisdom of God. They, they don't, they don't understand it they you know they're not well developed in the wisdom of god okay let me give you um another one what the reason why godly people end up in ungodly relationships they allow their carnal nature to drive them and to to power their choices they'll allow their carnal nature to power their choices we cannot move by our carnal nature you know the bible says in galatians chapter 5 verse chapter 15 uh, chapter 5 verse 16 sorry galatians chapter 5 verse 16 he says um um uh, let, let's read it galatians chapter 5 verse 16 let's yeah i want okay he said i said then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh there's the lust of the flesh but the only way not to fulfill it is to walk in the spirit so, um, when you are not walking in the spirit, your, the lust of the flesh, your carnal nature, you know, drives you, and then your, your carnal nature, you know, shapes your decisions. And, and, and that's very dangerous. Look at what the Bible says in, in Romans chapter 8, verse 6 to 8. Romans 8, verse 6 to 8. Look at what the Bible says, 
For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is an enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God. Nor indeed can be. So, so your carnal mind is never subject to God. And it cannot be. So when you allow your carnal mind to, to drive your life. You're going to end up in ungodly relationship. You're going to end up in things that God is not pleased for you to be involved in. Okay? And another reason is that people are not willing to follow what God prescribes. People are not willing to follow what God prescribes. They're not willing to, to um, die to their flesh. They're not willing to abide to the word of God, ab abide with the word of God. They're not willing. You know, they'd rather obey their flesh. They'd rather go with the wisdom of this world. Now, for you as a child of God, remember what the Bible says. It says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. We, we ought to order our lives according to the word. We ought to order our lives according to what God prescribes. And, and that should be important to us. See, when the seed of God is in you, when you are born again, there is a deep desire within you to please God. You, when, when, when you make a mistake, you are not you know, happy, you are miserable. Now, let me say this. Let me say this. When a believer is no longer uh, bothered by sin, no longer bothered by unrighteousness, that they are doing it habitually, something is wrong. Something is wrong. When a believer is no longer bothered with doing, you know, um, uh, doing unrighteousness, and, you no, know, th that means that they, they, their relationship with God is messed up. It's really messed up. Um, I want you to make up your mind today. If you're one of those believers who have struggled, who have struggled to, um, to stay a pure, struggled to stay aligned with, with the prescriptions of God, with what God desires, uh, this tonight can be your night to make a change, to make a decision that I'm not going to do these ungodly things anymore. Yeah? <laughs> the Father is always happy and willing to forgive to, to restore a believer who comes back. A believer, a son who went astray. Believers go astray. <laughs> Backsliding is a, is, a, is a thing. People backslide. People go back into sin. I've seen people do that, you know. But the Father is always there to forgive you. He's always there to receive you and, and pull you back in. You know, like the woman that was caught in adultery. Jesus said, go and sin no more. Neither do I condemn you. So the Father is not condemning you. And I'm saying it to you tonight. The Father is not condemning you. He's just saying, come back. Sin no more. Don't go back to that thing. Don't go back to that relationship. Don't, don't. Sin no more. You know, you know, the thing about sin is sin. Many people think that sin is, is bad because God is offended. <laughs> sin is bad because he hurts you. The reason why God doesn't want you to sin it's not because of him. It's because of you. Sin hurts you. Sin destroys something. Sin take a, takes away from what God has planned for you, from what God reserved for you. Sin is hurting you. Sin has consequences. That's the truth. Sin has consequences and sin hurts. So, and it's, it's because of that hurt that the Father does not want you to sin. The Father does not want me to sin. does not want all of us 
And that's why the Father doesn't want us in ungodly relationships, in a relationship that pulls you away from him. You, what, is your, what is the chief purpose of man on earth? To worship God, to pursue God, to pursue a deep, intimate relationship with God. That's your chief purpose to be here. So if a relationship is now pulling you away from that thing that is supposed to be your chief purpose, then something is wrong with that relationship. Something is definitely wrong. Okay, let me give you another one. <laughs> why people, why godly people end up in ungodly relationships? They are not willing to pay the price to hear God. They are not willing to pay the price to hear the voice of God. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Let me read that scripture for you. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Look at what the Bible says. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your hearts and lean not on your own understanding. Trust the Lord with all your heart. You see, hearing God and following his voice requires the discipline of focus. The discipline of focus to, to hear him. You know, our, our flesh can get quite noisy, quite, you know, um, distracted, you know, so much going on that, you know, sometimes to be able to discern what God is saying, you need to quieten the flesh through praying and fasting. Through fasting, you know, quieten the flesh so that you can hear God. But many people are not willing to pay that price to hear God, to, to, to separate themselves for a season to hear what the Father is saying and to discern the will of God and download the will of God. Because the will of God is always available. It's whether you're going to be able to press into where it is and pull it out. Many people are not willing to pay that price. So they end up not hearing what God is saying and receiving the, 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 the clarity that comes from hearing what God is saying. So if you're in an, a relationship that is taking away your peace and, and making you uncomfortable, you know, you can settle that discomfort. How? Separate yourself unto God and wait on him and hear from him and let him give you peace and give you counsel. You know, take some time out. You know, pull yourself away from that friendship or from that person and just say, Lord, I want, you to, I want to hear from you. If this thing is making you uncomfortable, it's, worth, uh, it's worthy of, you know, a few days of separation to hear what God has to say. It's true. You know, uh, um, it's something that I was taught very early in my Christian work. That when you want to make decisions that are big and heavy, that you take time to pray and hear what God is saying. You know, I remember when I, I was considering making a proposal to um, the girl who is now my wife, has been my wife for the last 20 years. Okay? Um, but this is like 22 years ago. And I remember I had to take time, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, to seek God and pray and say, Lord, is she the right person? Is she the one? Because I, don't want, I, don't want to, I didn't want to get into a relationship that was going to lead nowhere and then you know, invest all that resources and all that emotion and all that energy and all that finances and then it comes to nothing. And I also wanted to be sure that I was in the will of God. I wanted to be sure that this was what God wanted for me. So I took time to pray. I took time to pray. Why don't you take time to pray and seek God regarding this person? You know, it never ceases to amaze me how believers make decisions around relationships without praying, without seeking God, without hearing from God. You know, but somebody said, but pastor, I don't even know the voice of God. So what's the point? Well, that's where you need to start. 
So if you don't know the voice of God, then leave that boy alone. Leave that man alone. Leave that woman alone. And get to know your God. Get to hear him. Get to follow him. If you set your heart and say, God, I want to hear your voice. I want to know how you speak. You know, he would, he would guide you. And, you know, in this day and age, there, is, there are millions, like literally millions of teachings on, 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 on the internet, on YouTube, on, on different, you know, platforms where you can learn how to hear from God. Google it. You know, teachings on how to hear from God. There are powerful teachings from, from powerful men of God from around the world out there on the internet on how to hear from God. Pay, 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 pay the price and educate yourself. How does God speak? And then you begin to recognize his voice. I remember the first time I attended the seminar, I think 1991, you know, um, a man of God called Dr. O.K. Onuzo was the one who conducted that seminar. Three days, how to hear the voice of God. He changed my life. Because up until that time, I wasn't very clear what the voice of God is. But after attending that seminar, it was a Friday, Saturday, you know, Friday, I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday seminar or so. Three days. I, he taught on how to hear the voice of God. My life changed till today. You know, the things I learned from that weekend seminar, I'm still practicing till today. So, so you may want to invest the time to learn how to hear the voice of God. The last reason, and, and before my time is up, the last reason why godly people end up in ungodly relationship is they have too much ungodly influences in and around their lives. Too much. Let me give you scripture. Uh, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. Proverbs 13, verse 20. And then 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. Look at what the Bible says. Proverbs 13, 20. It says, He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Did you see that? So, so, the quality of wisdom that you exhibit is determined by the people you surrendered yourself with. You know, you see, when, when you join a good church and you sit under a good pastor who teaches you the word of God, you know what you're doing? You're working with the wise. Because when you listen to him teach, you listen to good teaching, you are learning how the wise think. And you're learning the wisdom of the wise. So, so when, when scripture says, he who works with the wise will be wise. When you listen to wise people, you, you acquire the wisdom uh, of the wise, and then you become wise. You become wise. But when you are surrounding yourself with never to do wells, you surround yourself with people like yourself, I'm sorry, you're never going to grow. You're never going to learn. You're not acquiring wisdom. So you need to surround yourself. And surround yourself could be physically. It could also be the quality of teachings that you are listening to. It could also be the books you are reading. You know, if you read a book from a wise man, you're going to tap into the wisdom of the wise man. The Bible says the companion of fools will be destroyed. If the, if the people around you are all foolish, your life is ending uh, in a pit. It's ending in destruction. So it's important that you watch the people of that are feeding your mind. Who are you listening to? Who are you learning from? Who are you receiving from? That's what I'm talking about. If you are, you know, surrounded with ungodly influences, you are going to end up making ungodly choices. Now, let me give you the last scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33. Look at what the Bible says. He says, do not be deceived. 
Do not be deceived. Because you can be very e easily deceived to think that it doesn't matter. He said, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Evil company corrupts... Listen, forming good habits takes a while. Takes investment of energy and time. But do you know that bad company can corrupt good habits? This is so true. Bad company can corrupt good habits. You could have developed a habit of, you know, reading your Bible regularly, daily. You have formed the habit of it. But if you start hanging with people who don't read their Bible, their, their, their company can actually corrupt a good habit that you have formed and mess it up. And I don't care what the habit is. You know, it could be a habit in any area, a habit of good financial management or, you know, whatever good habits you have formed, even healthy eating habits. But if you keep hanging with, you know, bad, bad company, people who don't have such habits, their influence corrupts you. It's true. <laughs> Do you know that it is, it is easier for someone in a pit to pull someone else who is outside on top, on top of the pit? It's easier for someone who is at the bottom of the pit to pull someone into that pit with them than it is for someone who is outside the pit to pull someone inside of the pit and pull them out. It's easier for someone at the bottom to drag someone to fall into the bottom with them. What am I saying? Watch your company. Watch the people you are listening to. Watch the people you are receiving from. If you are surrounded by ungodly influences, you are never going to make a godly choice. You see, that's, that's how godly people end up in ungodly relationships. That's what happens. When godly people don't surround themselves with wise with wise inputs into their minds, you end up making ungodly choices that end up bringing you pain. You know what? My time is up. I'm going to finish this next week to talk about the consequences of, of um, ungodly relationships. The price of ungodly relationships. When you have ungodly relationships, it has a price you know, um, that you pay. It, it, it affects you. And I'm going to talk about it next week. But before I go, I want to tell you, um, we, 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 when we went on the ad break, we, we, we had the, the message on, on our single ladies boot camp. So let me tell you about it. Um, my wife and I had been, for the last 10 years, uh, been conducting this boot camp that we call the single ladies boot camp. It's a weekend retreat that starts on Friday and goes all the way till Sunday. And in this retreat, we, we deal with, with all the questions that you know, women ask around the issue of relationship. We teach principles that help you, you know, uh, find and attract the, the kind of man that you are looking for. You know, every sister out there is looking for what I call a goodly, godly man. If you're a, if you're a, you're a, if you're a Christian sister, um, who is um, um, desirous of pleasing God and who is wanting to be a formidable disciple of Jesus Christ, I'm telling you now that the man you're looking for has two words. He's a goodly, godly man. And at the Single Ladies Boot Camp, we teach you what you need to do to position yourself to be found by a goodly, godly man. We, we teach you spiritual principles that when you execute them, it actually sets you free 
and, and, and positions you to be found. We have helped, you know, so many women over the years as we have, you know, um, done these camps. Uh, people who had no one paying attention to them come out from the camp and there is, there is, you know, mighty testimonies of what God had done. You know, we provoke the power of God at this camp. We release wisdom. We, we share insights. We share experiences. We share our expertise to help you. So if you're a single woman out there, the good news is that the camp is no longer happening in a retreat center. The camp has gone online. It's now a weekend online retreat. In other words, you don't need to leave your house. Or if you, you, know, if you want, you go to a place where only you can be um, and you can, you know, all you need is data and a smartphone and we are on. The, the, the retreat is now online and the next one is coming up uh, in the month of, of November 20, 27th, right? Of November, that's when it's going to be happening. That Friday, that last weekend of November. I want you to go out, go to our website, slbc.co.za, slbc.co.za, and um, all the information you need about the forthcoming camp is there. You, you want to you take advantage um, of this. This will be the last camp for 2020. Let these singles matter be sorted out in this year so that as you are getting into next year, I, 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 I want to believe God with you that it's the year you're getting married. It's the year you're getting married. And God is willing to do it for you. The question is, are you willing to learn what you need to know to cooperate with God for God to give you the man of your dreams? The Single Ladies Bootcamp is a place you don't want to miss. This month end, this month end of November, I want you to diarize it. Tell a couple of your friends. I think we, there's a special when you bring a friend along. There's a special prize that you get. So go on the website slbc.co.za and register and we will see you at the camp. All right, I'm done for tonight. Next week, I'm going to um, I'm continue. I'm going to share uh, on the consequences of ungodly relationships, the prize of ungodly relationships. Uh, you, you don't want to miss that. And then how to get out. How to get out. If you found yourself in ungodly relationships, how do you get out? How do you cut your losses and get out? I'm going to be dealing with all of that next week. I, I want to say till then, God bless you. I pray for you tonight, and I ask that the Spirit of God help you if you found yourself in in circumstances that you don't want to be in i pray for you now that grace will release upon you to help you navigate your way out in the name of jesus amen if you need to talk to us uh you need inquiries or need prayers the number on the screen plus 2781 4210835 is the number to reach us and we'll be happy to um, assist you in whatever way we can god bless you I would love to see you next Friday. Tell your friends about this. Share this stream. You know, share it. Uh, subscribe to our channel. Click on the, on the um, subscribe button. I, you know, if you're watching on YouTube or, or if you're watching on Facebook, you know, like our page. And we will, you know, love to, to see you next week as we continue in another edition of Thank God This Friday. Good night. God bless you. Why are you still single? Do you feel you're not ready yet? Do you say it's not my time yet? Have you made mistakes in the past and now you're stuck in a complicated situation? Or perhaps you've given up totally on the idea of marriage? 
Why not join Pastor Chuksogoye, author of The Amazing Power of Woman book, and his wife, Pastor Toyin, the founders of the Power of Woman Academy, at the next Single Ladies Boot Camp to explore and answer your questions. A big miracle could be waiting for you. For more information, visit www.slbc.co.za or WhatsApp 081-421-0835.